Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Hey, Dad. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Very good. You're going to say it first or am I going to say it first? Say what first? Eating outside this morning. Huh? Eating outside for breakfast. What about it? That I quickly came inside. Oh, listeners. (laughs) Wow, you're good. I barely said good morning. But uh, listeners, we had a little bit of a rough, a little bit of a rough breakfast this morning, if we're being honest. It's your fault because you wanted to eat outside. It's beautiful today. It's like 75, sunny, birds are chirping, the bees are buzzing. (laughs) Yes, they were. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, listeners, if we've shared this in earlier episodes, but my dad is deathly afraid of bees. Yeah, mostly like wasps you ever want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think now that he's, <laughs> now he's narrowing it down. It's, it's always been any bee. Anytime, actually, I think anytime he's seen yellow and heard buzzing, he was like, I'm out of there. It screams like a girl, like a a, a shriek, like a fearful woman. Mm-hmm. That's very gen. That was that wasn't cool. Not that like a woman, cool. just no. like a scared, <laughs> just a scared human. I'm just I'm a very scared human. <laughs> A really loud, high-pitched shriek. So, yeah, it was. Uh, that happened during breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm. Your fault because you wanted to get outside. I warned you. Yeah, so we were out there for about, I think, I don't know, 10 minutes. Nice, you know, clinking glasses, eating our potatoes, and then all of a sudden shrieks and uh, <laughs> quickly, like, flailing around grabbing his plate he didn't leave his plate outside that came in very quickly well i want to save the food yeah so beautiful day we had to finish the whole experience inside after some choice words on my part for eating outside yes cursing and screaming i can't help it though i'm afraid he's a scared i'm a scared he's a scared but that's what we're going to talk about today i am not scared of bees i know you're not you know i just kind of like keep an eye on them I'm like, okay, you guys. Mm-hmm. And I've actually, I don't think I've ever been stung. Have you? Yes. Because they can smell your fear. That's what it is. Anyway, well, I listeners. Got stung, I don't know if I told this before, but I got stung cutting the hedges. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. I think we told that story about when he broke his collarbone flailing no, I bro- around. I broke my shoulder, young lady. It's very painful. But I broke my shoulder because of... See, this episode is going to be on fear and phobia. So the difference between fear and phobia. So I I do want to throw that out there, but then loop back. It's a phobia that I have because I really, the fear became real. So it was really fear because I was cutting the hedges and evidently got too close to a wasp's nest. And then they came out at me and stung me. So that's real. That was real. That's fear. That's fear. But I, they didn't break my shoulder. It was because I ran away <laughs> and fell. The good news is he I did have he had a, my shoulder. He had a power tool in hand, <laughs> and lucky for him, that didn't cut his arm off. He didn't lose his arm at the shoulder because I, I had the hedge trimmer running, and when I turned to run, and it was electric hedge trimmer with the cord, and 
I did have the presence of mind to throw the hedge clipper to my right as I ran to the left. What I, because <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to fall and you know die because of that, and but what happened was I the hedge trimmer was safely away from me, but I did trip because <laughs> idiot me didn't factor in that there was a power cord. And I tripped on the power cord with my arm extended and fell on my right side and broke my shoulder. All I keep thinking is I wish. <laughs> God, laughing now, but it wasn't funny. God, how I wish. I wish we had, like, at the time, Video? a ring doorbell or one of those little blink cameras. Because, my God, that would have been prime time content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, too, but that, it's a, it's too bad a, it had to happen long ago. It's a perfect example of my phobia because I am afraid, my phobia, which we'll get into the difference, of wasps. So, yeah, so listeners. Expanded on my actual interaction by getting stung. It's almost like the bees this morning were like, you know what? You're talking about fear and phobia today. Let's give you a little jolt of, <laughs> <laughs> let's show you what it's all about. Exactly. <laughs> I think this is a good topic, though, because we've talked before about comfort zone, and I think there's so many different spins on this, but when you really start, and I think a lot of people do struggle with anxiety. I mean, I manage through anxiety, I, but I think people all have different levels and varying, varying levels of anxiety that they deal with every day, right? And in life, sure. some people are scared of dying, illness. Uh, you know, just general stuff that that you deal with, but your body can have reactions, right? Where your heart rate increases, your chest tightens, your jaw clenches, and sometimes these reactions you you don't even realize that you're in a state of anxiety. And I think that this is a really good topic because anxiety can come about from a fear. It could also come about from a phobia. So in this episode, what we're going to do is kind of try and try and talk through the difference, because maybe if we can recognize the difference between a fear or a phobia and how to separate the two, maybe we can eliminate some of that. That's good. That's good. So if you were to describe the difference between a fear and a phobia, Dad, what is the difference? Um, again, this is my opinion. I'm not a psychiatrist. You're not? No, no, no. Well, that's where uh, I've been going for my therapy for years. That's why you have all this anxiety. <laughs> um, fear is real. So, right, you know, if, I, if you're fearful of of something, it's real. Obviously, someone pointing some weapon at you, that's real. And it's a natural thing. It keeps you from doing stupid things, right? So fear is a natural reaction to something that you should, probably should be afraid of. A phobia is almost warping that is you feel fear, but what you're fearful of is not really anything to be afraid of. For example, my fear of bees and wasps. I have an unnatural phobia to them because they can be minding their own business somewhere else. But, you know, if they're within like, you know, 40,000 miles of me, I'm nervous now. Well... <laughs> But is it, you kind of have a phobia of bees. Yes. You have a fear of wasps because you've been attacked by wasps before, <laughs> yes, but, right? Yes, but it's a phobia because I'm unnaturally anxious and afraid 
when they're near, even though the wasp isn't even doing anything. Right. Like this morning, guys, he he literally there was a wasp in the yard. It was not on his plate. It wasn't next to him. It wasn't bothering him. But he could have come over and remembered his grandparents that attacked me. (laughs) (laughs) But it was literally like, I guess that's where the phobia is, right? Like, yes, exactly. This bee was not, the the wasp was not attacking you. It wasn't bothering you. It wasn't even near us. Correct. The The fact that there was wasps in the vicinity, in your eye range. Yes. You had a phobia because you created a fear around what that was going to do. Fear would be that I stumbled on a wasp nest and they swarmed me. That's real. That's, Mm -hmm. that's fear. I should be afraid. Or if you see a wasp's nest and you say, well, I'm going to hit that with a bat. No, no. If you have a brain, you're not going to hit that with a bat because that's, that would be real. But fear could have been that the wasp was circling you and it was bothering you and on your plate or in your coffee this morning. (laughs) But he wasn't. That's why no it was a phobia. No such thing happened. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so the, it was a phobia. Correct. Correct. And again, I don't know if these are like the clinical definitions of fear have, or phobia. This, this is, is just us. our take this on it. <laughs> you're listening to us. You get us. <laughs> but I think, um, I mean, you're also scared of, let's let's put all your fears on, let's all put all your phobias on the table. You have a phobia of heights. I do. So really, that's the two basic things that, I, I mean, if I, maybe you know more, but About, I'm afraid of, of your heights. fears? Yeah, I can't go up a ladder more than three steps, and I can't. I'm, well, in I'm another way that this manifested, when we were in Ireland, um, mm-hmm. we did a drive around the. Was that the Ring of Kerry? I don't know. I don't remember. Well, anyway, we did this drive, and it had the most incredible views. And Dad was not having it. He was. He wanted to take like you know, if you're picturing a throughway that basically there's no scenery and you're just on a highway there were two options there was like the throughway option or there was a beautiful coastal drive and we were like of course let's take the coastal drive and he was shitting his pants basically like this is he's like no no no. like i he's like i I couldn't drive he couldn't couldn't drive. drive i was driving and he still he was like okay that's enough like we weren't going to drive off the cliff. Like there was barriers and everything. It was safe. So it wasn't a natural right, but it fear. It made me anxious. You know, it made me. But he had right. a phobia of what could happen because of the heights. Right. Like I'm not afraid on a bridge like the George Washington Bridge or something, but I have driven over. And I, again, I don't know where. So I'm going to make wherever it's stupid. But there, there's some bridge somewhere that is very it goes up very very high i don't know if it's to delaware or something like that and it goes up really really high um i start to get where i'm holding the steering wheel really really tight i have to kind of focus so that's a phobia because obviously i'm not going off the bridge and well hopefully not. not doing anything no but you know but this is it's in a natural you know thing i can't climb up ladders and go on the roof i can't clean the gutters which is great because then i get somebody else to do it <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I've had landscaper forever. And most of the reason I've had a landscaper is because I'm going out there and bees and countering bees. <laughs> <laughs> so w- what I think is a great segue from these silly, when I say silly, we're being funny. And yes, it's real. It's real to me, the height and that. But And it's what, very obvious that it's real to you in the moment. Oh, yeah. I will embarrass myself completely if yes. I'm walking with somebody and there's a bee. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I'm going to be like, what? Run away. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it's much worse than that. It, it is. <laughs> and I mean, even like when we were driving on the coastal drive, 
you would have thought somebody was hanging you over the cliff <laughs> the way that you were behaving. Yeah. <laughs> like I had you by your feet and you were like hanging over it. It was like a James Bond movie or something, the way that you were reacting, it's which true. I think is funny. And that's where, you know, we have similarities, but then we have a lot of differences because I share none of these fears. Mm -hmm. Good. I jumped out of a plane. Like I'm very much not afraid of heights. Yeah, that was that was really dumb. I will not clean your gutters, though. No. So just let's oh, good. Re despite that. But I, I think, you know, that's nature versus nurture. You're not exactly like your parents. Thank God. Oh my God. I know. But what are some, what are you afraid of? And let's move this into professional. Like I'm saying this, and yeah, I guess I could embarrass myself professionally if there's a B. <laughs> but, well, you know, um, I, it's funny. I, I'm trying to, as you were talking about all of this, I'm, I'm afraid of nothing, dad. You have to be afraid of something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I I'll don't tell you think why. I'm afraid of... You said of... you have anxiety, so what, what are you anxious about? Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think I'm afraid of the things that, like, the phobia things. Mm -hmm. I, like, I don't really have... Pho I guess if a spider, although... I, bugs. I guess I have a phobia of bugs, uh -huh. right? Okay. A spider isn't going to really hurt me. Or, like, a jumping... Those black jumping crickets, they're not mm -hmm. going to hurt me. But there have been times that I haven't entered a room in two weeks because there was one that really scared the shit out Sounds of me. Sounds like a phobia to me. <laughs> right. So I guess that's a, okay. So I guess that's a phobia bugs, but I feel like more than that, my anxieties don't come from things like that. My anxieties come from more just mundane things, like general things, maybe like social things. Um, in, interpersonal person, right? I, I'm definitely a, um, extrovert, mm -hmm. maybe an introverted extrovert. I don't know. But I have a lot of anxieties around unknown social situations. And if I were to like transition this into a business sense, like I get like anxious over the idea of a networking event. It's mm -hmm. not that I'm not going to go um, and I'll do it. And I actually will come away from it and have enjoyed it usually or aspects of it. But the idea of like walking into a room of nobody that I know and then navigating that and like thinking about, well, what conversation do I make with these, with, you know, all these people? And how do I like, if there's a group of people that are all together and, you know, I have to approach that and you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I guess situations yeah. like that are more where my anxieties come from or anxiety around. Sometimes I think we tend to create stories in our heads, right? The difference between reality and sure. what we think is going to happen from a situation i project into right? that situation that you have not gone to yet exactly all of the uncomfortableness that you are expressing that you i'm not going to know anybody how do i start a conversation whatever and then yet when you get there someone says you know oh you're with x company or you're the, and it's start, the conversation has started yeah and, and then you connect and you make a new best friend correct. but i think some I'm, I'm just saying like and in general i think situations I, I can tend to create, um, I try and anticipate, right? What, mm -hmm. what's going to happen in a meeting or what's going to happen here. But sometimes you mentally prepare yourself for the worst. So maybe you're pleasantly surprised either way, right. but in mentally preparing yourself for the worst, it creates a whole lot of anxiety. That's mm -hmm. probably unnecessary. Right. And that's probably a phobia because it's not a reality, right? That's right. not there. There's not real fear on the other side. So if you're meeting a bunch of people, the worst that can happen is somebody is just not that friendly and then you walk over to somebody else. Or right. if you're in a meeting and you're intimidated by people, I mean, it's it's just, we say this all the time, it's just people. But that 
I guess the unnecessary fear is creating like something's going to happen that it's going to be an awful experience. Right. And that's not there. But you said something that that's really important. You go anyway. You do it anyway. Yeah. And you think that goes to me being maybe not risk averse. So maybe I was scared. Maybe I would have been scared of heights at some point, but I decided to jump out of a plane and it was awesome. Because you made it to the ground safely. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. I made it. You see, that's where I'm going I'm to loop but back even to like, fear. Yeah. You should be afraid of jumping out of an airplane. Mm, maybe. Anyway, but that's important because you face that phobia of, and the reason I'm using the word phobia, when you go to a social event, it may be uncomfortable for you. It may be you have a phobia of that new situation, but there's nothing dangerous about it. You're not entering a war zone. You right. know what I mean, so, so that's why I'm, I'm saying a phobia is kind of a twisted fear thing. It's, it takes what could be something fearful, but it, it's irrational. You it's know, in it, our heads, yeah. It's totally irrational for me to be afraid of heights unnecessarily. You know, obviously, if I had tripped and fell and I'm dangling from a tall bridge, that's real fear because I'm now in danger of falling, right? But it's an unnatural situation to be white knuckle on a bridge that 100,000 cars a day go over right. safely. That's unnatural. It's unnatural for me to have taken the breakfast plate in over some little insect that's 30 feet away from me. You, it was more like 50 feet. But yes, in my mind, he was like right on my arm. Um, <laughs> but but facing it is what I think is the difference. And when your grandpa was alive, what did I do every weekend? I mowed his lawn, even though I had a landscaper for for here. So how right? were you able to conquer it? There? I, just, I just did it because I didn't want grandpa to feel that his son in law wouldn't help take care of the property. So the fear of your father-in-law thinking that you were a, a deadbeat <laughs> a <wimp. laughs> was worse than your fear of bees. Of bees, I mean, not bees. Correct. Okay. So, yeah. so socially, you needed you acceptance remember, and approval from your father-in-law more than you were scared well, of your phobia a, a of bees. Cute, cute thing. Cute little story about that is because your your grandpa, um, and he was an amazing man, and he lived to 105 years old and lived at home in his own home, and God bless him, he was you know, healthy and so on. Great man. So I would, you know, obviously, as you know, mom and I would go there every weekend and do his food shopping and take care of the property. But it was so funny because I would be mowing the lawn. And if I saw like wasps or something in an area, I would start going around or whatever. And then my father-in-law would say, what about over there? So I'll get to that. I'll get to that <laughs> later. And your grandpa used to say, he'd go, oh, Come on. It's a little tiny thing. You're a big guy. It's a little tiny thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, not in my brain. It's a huge monster. It's a giant monster coming at me. So so the thing he is... He also was very particular about his lawn. So I think he, he was. was looking at how you were like effing up the lines. Yeah, everything looks pretty good except for that spot over there. What's going on? <laughs> and I think the also big thing, right? He would never hire a landscaper. No, and he wouldn't let me do it either. So that was part yeah. of it, right? Like you couldn't get a landscape because if you hired a landscaper, he would be 105 years old out there like no, doing he, the lawn himself somehow. He actually, I kind of brought it up to him one day and it, I could see it was hurting him. Like, in other words, why wouldn't I do it? Why would I hire somebody to do that? 
Yeah. You know, so then I was, I left that alone. Yeah. He was like loser. Right. But so the (laughs) thing is you overcome that, uh, meaning overcome your anxiety for these events. And I think the lesson today, as we kind of wrap this up and it's a a thread that we've talked about before, when something is important that we need to do, the professional people, the people who want to move ahead, take the risk, do it anyway. That, you know, your fear, your anxiety, you don't let the anxiety overrule the fact that that networking event is important to you for your future. Right. But, and, right. and, and it doesn't have to be business, right? It's no. in all aspects all of aspects, life. All aspects. Look at me. I've ruined breakfast this morning because of a. Yep. You did. Yep. A fear. Um, your mom has wanted to you no, know, no, eat no, outside no. or a phobia, but, dad, a phobia. Sorry. Sorry. That's correct. They were, we you were not, were not being attacked. in danger. We were not being attacked by a swarm of wasps. You ruined <laughs> breakfast over a phobia. Dad. Thank you. See, see, <laughs> but I think it's a, it's a good lesson and I, it's something that I think we could come back to a million times because there's so many different ways that you can think about these things to help a little bit in mm-hmm. changing the way that you react to the situation. So if you can differentiate the fear from the phobia, what are you actually in danger by? And what are you creating a fear of a phobia of in your mind or, or taking an unnatural uh, like reaction to a situation? And if you can decipher between the two, it makes it a lot easier for you to identify where it's your mind playing tricks on you versus something that you should really feel a fear for. Like you should look both ways before crossing a street because a truck could really hit you. Mm -hmm. So that's a fear and that's a healthy one because you, you don't want to just walk into the road into oncoming track, but I actually don't have another, but But you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying and I'm going to, I'm going to help you out with that. I'm going to help you out with that because I think, I think I, my and I'm gonna use brain doesn't work anymore. It's okay. That's okay. You're still mad at me for for ruining breakfast outside. Um, here's the thing. My and I'm gonna use breakfast. I'm gonna use your uh, networking and breakfast. The two phobias. If you were took that phobia of going into a networking event where you don't know anybody by yourself, so you have a choice to make. Am I gonna let my phobia change my plans and I'm not gonna go? Right now, that's fine. But ask the phobia. You said, okay, I'm still afraid. I still have anxiety, but I'm going to do it. And you reaped far more benefits. You met some new relationships. You potentially advanced your business and so on. Right. Mm-hmm. Me, I have this phobia of the wasps and I have a choice to make. Do I let that interfere with opportunity to eat outside with other friends and and so on and gain that benefit? Or am I going to allow that phobia to prevent me from being with people? We, and that's those what are you the chose. Choices. That's what I chose this morning. Yeah. Because it was only you, you know, that's it. Oh, oh. oh how nice. <laughs> the motivation wasn't there. That's right. But um, wow. Wow. See, these things got come out in this podcast. Right? Yeah. Next time I'll eat outside yeah. alone. That's it. We'll just meet after breakfast. That's How about it. that? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's the choice. We spoke about it earlier in an earlier episode about the fact that where people are anxious about public speaking. And again, it's going to go to is the focus on you or on others or another benefit? Mm-hmm. Well, follow? and part of it becomes, I guess, you were weighing the risk reward of, you know, conquering your phobia. There has to be maybe 
a little bit more incentive for you to conquer your fear. Just having breakfast with your daughter wasn't enough. No offense, because, you know, I knew you weren't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Next time I'll leave. <laughs> So that we can get you over this hump here. But well, isn't this a great way to end the podcast? No, but I think, <laughs> I think it's a good point, though. So so listeners, a lot of conversation around this. But I think like the thing to think about is what are your phobias? Do they deserve to carry the, you know, to present the fear that they do to you? And how can you start to see the difference? So next time you, you know, start to get that like heart rate lift and, you know, next time you're chest tightens and um i'm just describing what i feel I yeah, that's fine <laughs> and next time you know your jaw clenches and you're you're feeling fear for something or feeling anxiety start to really separate and try and think about why am i feeling it am i projecting am i creating a situation that isn't there is there real risk is there a real danger that's mm-hmm. in front of you or is it something that you are putting there? Correct. Because if it's something right. that you're putting there, you can step right past it. Correct. That's exactly right. And and now look, step past it even in your mind and look at the benefit that would accrue to you should you have stepped past it and then do it. Yeah. Good. Thank you. This was good. You're welcome, Dad. <laughs> even though I damaged our relationship. <laughs> you're very welcome next time i'm gonna uh, lock the door from inside so you're not gonna be able to we're, we're gonna push you past this fear okay okay good you do also know like we can separate i don't know separate bee from wasp too you can you don't have to be scared of all buzzing creatures thank you you're welcome wherever you are whatever your story thanks for spending time with us this morning now go and make a difference in your world This tune sounds very carefree, Dad. I should be thinking about this tune while I'm laying there getting sweaty and blood pressure going up. Is is your blood pressure rising? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have a great week. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody.